Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 boxing. Complaciendo para todos los bailadores con esta rola que dice... in the game. A guy who started off in humble beginnings out there in Mexico, being teased as a gringo cinnamon color, came up with some brothers that were trash, but he rose to the occasion. Came up, thought he was ready to box the goat, got his ass whooped, but he learned. He learned and became, in the words of Floyd Mayweather, a true champion and that's what we're here to talk about today you know we were supposed to have a show the midweek we got a guy by the name rc that i you know i gave the credentials to just to see if he was about that life i'm changing the password he ain't talking about shit he's letting us know that we're doing the show i asked him what time he goes silent for three days says he's got control of the household then tells me his baby mama slapped him up, and he couldn't do the show. Come on now. What the hell is going on? The real RC came in. Thing boy was doing down. So I'm changing the password. 
we're not getting any more shows from that guy. Then we got guys like Simon hating on us. You know, you know you're good when guys say, hey, he got beat by Floyd Mayweather eight years ago. Oh. Canelo fans like the, oh. <laughs> We're talking about the Mexican goat. He ain't the goat. You know, he ain't Floyd Mayweather. He ain't undefeated. He ain't beaten as many champions. But we're going to look through it today. While these guys talking, I'm going to be doing research just to shut it down. But we're talking about the greatest Mexican fighter of all times. Yeah, I said it. You know, um, the king of Mexico, you know, is still going to be the king, but he's about to be dead soon, Chavez, uh, Chavez Sr. with the prince who died a long time ago in the, ring of, uh, in the boxing world. But we got the new king, the guy that's looking, you know, he's looking to take over. And I think he did yesterday, uh, not yesterday, Saturday night, by beating the shit out of Billy Ho. Easy work. I need to see how to say that in Spanish. I'm going to be looking that up. Easy work. Yeah, Billy Ho. We're going to talk about that. You know, speaking of the GOAT, everybody's asking, is Floyd stinking up the game, the boxing game, by fighting? The sorry but more popular Paul brother. We ain't taking. We ain't talking about Jake. We're talking about Logan Paul. That boy is trash. But Floyd ain't trash. So we're gonna talk about that. Talk about some other stuff. Talk about how the Gypsy King said Canelo was gonna go to sleep in the you know tenth, eleventh, or twelfth round. Psych. Psychedilly. <laughs> Your mama eats chili. Like we used to say back in the days, man. You know, we couldn't have a show yesterday, not only because RC was BSing, but it was Mother's Day. Everybody was with their moms. So I want to give a shout-out to all the mothers out there, my mama, your mama, your baby's mama's mama, your baby mama's. I want to give a shout-out to all of them. Hope you all had a happy Mother's Day. A shout-out to guys like, Roy, who do the breastfeeding with the contraptions and the changing, wake up late at night to feed the baby. You know, shout out to those guys, too, playing the mother role. But, yeah, with that said, I'm going to take it to my ace, my guy. You know, even though I'm going to change the password on him, he's still my guy, you know. Make sure that's what I'm doing right now. Making sure I'm changing the password because, uh, you know, oh boy, you ain't talking about nothing. You ain't talking about nothing. But let me take it to Central California. Y'all might hear baby cry because he's. It's, I think it's feeding time right now, so he might have have the breastfeeding contraption on right now, feeding the baby. This is a guy who texts me multiple times saying that Billy Ho Saunders was gonna win. <laughs> A hater of brown people, yet all his people are brown. Let's take it out to Central California. To my man, Roy. Remember, it's no longer RC. The real RC is getting breastfed right now. Let's take it to Roy out there in Central California. Roy. What's up, partner? 
Oh, nothing. Just over here shaking in my little boots about what kind of password Willow will come with to come up with. I'm guessing it'd be something real, real hard to figure out. I have to think about this one. Put up a big old whiteboard. Things I could brainstorm. What would Willow put as the password to the new that he's going to create? The first guess would be Lil Flip's the goat. The second guess would be Canelo is the goat. I S D A T O A T. But nonetheless. I'll figure it out one of these days. But I'm just kicking it. Our season of building, man. I uh, got my feet up and the lazy boy. Boy, yeah. And enjoying boy, the AC out here in this uh, in this very, very hot Central California confines. But it's cold as hell in here. I'm about to put my sweats on and kick it before we get talking this nonsense. So, ah, what's good in the hood besides all the dishwashing that you be doing over at the Wilson household? Oh, shit. I got a son, dog. He does the dishwasher. I mean, I don't know who told you that, dog. You know, but I do the cooking, you know, because I'm a chef. But, yeah, man, I know, I know no. you watched the fight this yeah. weekend. I know you watched the fight this weekend. I didn't get to see a lot of the fights because I was over having a, a little family, you know, well, an adult night at one of the friends' houses, man. But we were out there doing our thing. But I made sure I shut it down to watch Canelo put in that. Trabajo for seal. I think we call that easy work over here in America. You know, Canelo speaking that good English these days, talking shit to your boy. What's that boy's name? I forgot his name with the braids. Uh, you know, guy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I keep on forgetting his name because he's so irrelevant. Demetrius Andrade. You know, yeah, Canelo curse, cursing that boy out, telling him to get the fuck out of here. Canelo's in his bag right now. Canelo is the man. You can tell he's feeling himself. And I'm feeling him too. No homo. <laughs> but yeah, man. Glad we get to talk a little bit about it, man. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about that, man. So um but before we do, mm-hmm. let's take it to let's take it out there a little south of where you're at, to the conspiracy theorist himself. The host of the MIA Relatively Fat and Black podcast. Black Sports Center, you know, great show. Looking forward to when it comes back maybe in uh, 2022. Well, you never know. A guy that's prob- that has to work every day that's been broken by the man, but he's given us time. He's, he's able to re- break through, break the chains, to talk a little Canelo pound for pound tonight. So let's take it out there to Inglewood, to my man. Heavy-handed J, a.k.a. JP. I mean, what's going on here? Let's take it to JP. JP, man, what's going on tonight, brother? You all right? You all right? Oh, man, what's really good, man? Good good to talk to y'all. Willa, how you doing, man? I was work today, man. Oh, I, I, uh, I worked a little bit, dog. I probably uh, I clocked in for nine, but only worked about three, three or four. You know, I, I oh, okay. Okay, Tim, Tim was cool today, huh? All right, yeah, shit, man, <laughs> RC, RC, man, what's happening with you, man? How, how's little what's, RC doing, man? What's good, JP? Keep the real RC right now, man. I think uh, uh, he was he was uh, watching some boxing with me this weekend as well, man. It was kind of cool. He'd just be locked on the TV when some shits like that going on. It's better that than any some cartoons. I'm gonna get him started early on it, but he's kicking it right now. He's watching wrestling Monday Night Raw's on in the living room, so. He's getting his right. uh, getting his knowledge up over there. 
guaranteed, penciling in right now, the first Puerto Rican defensive back in NFL history. I'm saying it now. You Would you agree? Oh, man. As soon as he starts calling about it, I got the baby baby ankle waves ready to go. Get out of here with that, Willis. (laughs) (laughs) Your dad's only five. Guaranteed. No question about it, man. Be oh, you know, man. he's going to have all my all my athletical traits that I've been putting on display over the years. He'll be ten. He'll be twice as better than I am, just from the knowledge that's coming up. So, Lucky I truly man. believe it. Uh, but yeah, though, man, a good weekend. A good weekend. Uh, boxing kind of felt like it was back a little bit. You know, the 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 build up. Say two weeks out, Willie wasn't there in my estimation. Even a week out. <clears throat> The, the anticipation, the buildup wasn't there. But as we got closer, day by day, and some of the antics started, you had uh, Billy Joe talking about the ring size and, <clears throat> you know, their confrontation, Canelo calling him a pussy. And, you know, just Canelo talking English here for the first time, I think has been an added um, kind of addition to the buildup. But, again, the fight did build steam getting towards getting towards the um, end of the week there. And by Friday, I, I, I went on and made my DAZN subscription. So they finally made me do it. It's, it's like I always say, man, it's not that I don't want to do it. Just make me do it. You finally made me do it. Maybe I was drinking the Kool-Aid and getting drunk off the Billy Joe. You seen the odds that came down from like 9 to 1 to like 5 to 1 by the time it was Saturday. And, uh, you know, a lot of people was, you know, you started hearing the Billy Joe, Billy Joe. Now, I'll say this. You know, we all knew there would be some type of obstacle that Billy Joe would present. Not saying it would be the hardest obstacle ever presented. We just knew it would be one. Um, And I think Canelo passed that with flying colors without going too deep on it because I know we can all do our deep dives. Um, It's been a while. It's been uh, probably since Golovkin, too that I've been willing to give Canelo any credit for anything he's done. But this fight here, uh, before we do our deep dives, I will give Canelo some performance, uh, a thumbs up from old Uncle JP for for that performance he put on Saturday night. So, boys is out here paying for the zone? Yeah, man. You know, I, I didn't feel like dealing with no. I feel like dealing with no buffering, man. You know, I just let me go in and do what oh, I need yeah. to do here. You know, I you know, I McDonald's Wi-Fi. I know you got that McDonald's tiddly Wi-Fi. Winking, right? You know, I wasn't trying to tiddly <laughs> wink out here. Yeah. No, well, uh, Trilla, you know, Trilla's gonna be coming for your ass, Willa. They're getting that IP address. You better watch out. Oh, I ain't worried about it, dog. I got that VPN, brother. <laughs> they ain't going to find me. Ah, one step ahead. Coming straight out that VPN. Yeah. VPN. They say I'm in Africa. Out there in uh, JP's hometown, dog. But, hey, let's take it out there to the north where it's so cold and rainy all the time that you can't do nothing but hate. It rains every day, so you just got the hate in you. I understand how it is out there. Cold, raining, a lot of hate out there, a lot of little guys. But they got heart. You know, little guys with heart, man. Let's take it out there to a guy that when I told him it was going to be 
a stoppage and asked him, did he want to bet, all of a sudden his phone was breaking up. You know, his, uh, what do they call that? Uh, that Boost Mobile. His Boost Mobile connection was breaking up, man. Like he was in the woods out there. He might have been in the woods because, you know, out there in Washington, ain't nothing but woods. Woods and queers, I think that's what they say. But, hey, let's take it out there. Whoa, oh, my God. <laughs> hey, Don't forget God. Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Starbucks. Woods, queers, Starbucks, and, and skinheads. I think that's what they're known for out there, man. But all jokes <laughs> aside, let's take it out there to my guy. You know, this is crazy. My boy. Hey, oh, hey, it's Canelo season. You know, shit is being talked. A guy that I'm probably going to have to school, but I love him to death. This is one of my boys. You know, take it out there to Seattle. It's my boy, Sign. Sign, what's popping, man? You all right out there? It's raining? Nah, man, 70 all week, dude. We good right now. This is the best <laughs> time of the year. Oh, okay. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you know? Uh, you could... Well, you can check that yourself, I, man. Hey, hey, but you know, in the ball, you huh? hold on, hold on, no, no, hold on. I gotta. Hey, man, we're talking boxing. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, but yeah, it's funny, but show. it's funny how you talk about skinheads. But man, didn't Texas kill more black people than any other state in the United States? You know, in the history. See, just saying. She's talking about skinheads and stuff, so I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah we're talking about the death penalty. What you talking about? I don't know. They ain't killed me. Nah. That's all I know. Nah, you know what I'm talking about. Texas and Mississippi, man. We know how they treat uh-huh. their black people out there. Look at – you better check your history, brother. But, now, uh, yeah, nah, um, <laughs> nah, it's probably still going on, too. But, um, I mean, hey, speaking of that, yeah, you guys – yeah. Hey, people ain't up here ain't getting hanged. There's still people getting hanged up there. Remember in the summer, a couple of cats came up just hang. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not lying. You can check the reports. You know, hanging yeah, from they a call tree. That suicide. Oh. They call suicide. <laughs> but this is the boxing yeah, show. Yeah, well, they better watch like out. Said, this is the boxing <laughs> show. Oh, now it's the boxing show. Now it's the boxing show. Okay. That's what you said. We no. talked about the king hitting people in the nuts, but she said it was the boxing show. So let's move on. Let's move on. How's it going uh, out there? Man? Anyways. Good dog. Uh, nah, man. I, heard, I I just got on, so I just heard a little bit of what JP was saying. Um, you know, uh, I mean, to give my opinion on what happened, you know, first of all, like yeah, I just want to say that like the card overall was horrible. The undercard trash. Like especially that co-main event. That might have been the worst co-main event ever. I mean. Uh, like those I mean, you're talking about a hundred, a hundred pound guys, and then one of the guys is like 40 years old, coming out of retirement, fighting for the title, moving up or whatever. It was like he moved up from 105 to 107. Like, get out of here, dude! Like that shit's crazy. But they were, you could tell that they really wanted to get this show, you know, put you know on for Canelo. Like they wanted to you know, put on the show at, you know, AT&T Stadium in Texas for his fans, but they really didn't have the roster to put a, put a whole card together because that undercard was trash. But, you know, as yeah, far as the main event, man, I mean. The only person I know is Keyshawn Davis. 
and he probably wasn't on. Uh, well, he probably wasn't on the pay per view. Probably Keyshawn yeah. Davis. Watch out, you know. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, with the you know, with the main event, man. I mean, uh, you know, you know, Canelo. Like, what I'll say about it is, I did not come out of this fight impressed with Canelo, but I will. I did come out of this fight giving credit to Canelo because one thing about me is I stand on what I say. One thing I've always criticized Canelo for was that we. With Canelo, to me, Canelo's career has always been perception versus reality. Like, there's a perception of him, but then the reality is this, another thing, you know? So, with, and one thing about the perception of him was he's this huge power puncher, right? That's been the perception. But then one thing I've always said was, like, who has he really stopped? You know, like, the guys he was stopping were either guys that were like chinny or smaller than him or washed or this and that, you know, there were guys like Ricky Hatton, his brother and guys like that. He couldn't stop. And, you know, just a bunch of guys, you know, but I'll give him this. And then the Kovalev fight was just a fake fight. And that's not me saying it. Hindsight 2020. You can check the archives. I called, I said the fight was fixed going into the fight. So, so nobody Mm. come at me crazy. Mm. So mm. I'm on record. So, but what I'll say is that he finally stopped somebody that I can respect, where it's like, that's a legit stoppage. This isn't Amir Khan. This isn't James Kirkland, who's flabby and sick without um, Ann Wolf. This is like a real stoppage. I mean, Saunders had been proven to be durable in his career. He was undefeated, you know. And he was a champion. So this is his first real stoppage in my eyes. And so credit to him for that. As far as the overall fight, you know, the way I was – like the the way the fight played out to me was like it was very, very technical. Neither guy really did a lot in, um, in, in, in any round that they won. It seemed like the rounds where – Either guy won to me. They, like, did it by a little. It wasn't no, besides the last round, the eighth round when he hit him and hurt the eye and then Billy Joe was just covering himself up and not trying to get hit anymore and all that and just kind of survived because he couldn't see. But the other rounds before, the seven rounds before, whether I gave it to Saunders or whether I gave it to Canelo, um, I didn't feel like either one really dominated it. You know, I did think after round three, because I gave Saunders one, I gave Canelo two and three. After round three, I thought in my in my mind, I was like, it seems like Canelo figured him out. You know, it seemed like Canelo started getting closer to him, started letting his hands go a little bit more, and it seemed like he started um, getting him to where he wanted to get him into the in the ring, which was on the ropes. You know, and then it seemed like there was a few times where he landed a couple body shots where you could kind of see. Saunders winced a little bit, like he felt it, and he seemed like he was a little shook by some of the shots he was getting hit with. But then Saunders, you know, came back, and it seemed like he started getting comfortable with his range and his distance, and then his hands started getting low. He started making Canelo miss, and he was landing shots. But like I said, but it wasn't – but like I said, neither, neither rounds that I saw either guy won to me was totally like super dominant – or super one-sided, um, 
But um, it was just a very technical fight. Like, it seemed like neither guy really wanted to commit too much because they were worried about, like, counters and, like, looking stupid. You know what I mean? Or being out of position. Like, they miss a shot, they're out of position, then the guy comes back with their shot. So, um, but I had it after the eighth round, I had it even, you know? But then Saunders decided not to come out. Fight's over. He got stopped. You know, he quit, whatever. So it was what it was. Canelo did his, you know, did his thing. So now um, uh, he's going to go for undisputed, and we'll see what happens with that. But like I said, I give him credit for stopping him, but I still didn't come out of this fight fully impressed with Canelo. Hmm. Hmm. Well, hey, at least you gave him credit. And, uh, you know, as Canelo, as a Canelo fan, I, you know, I appreciate that credit that you gave him. Now, I can agree with you that, you know, the fight, it wasn't a lot going on. And depending on how you call it, you know, how you see the fight, you could have it tied, you could have Saunders winning, you could have Canelo winning. I'm a guy, I tell y'all all the time, when it comes to the scoring, I keep it 100 down the middle. Hold on, let me let me get a drink, get these PCAAs. Um, a jab, you're going to have to land three jabs if you get hit in the stomach with a hard hook. So Billy Joe might have landed 12 shots. Canelo landed four shots. Billy Joe's were mostly jabs. I gave Billy Joe in the eighth. I had him down six to two. I had him winning the fourth and the fifth round, I believe. That's when he was jabbing and landing some overhand rights. Or overhand uh, lefts, my bad. Some overhand lefts. Did some good work. Um, but the sixth and seventh, you can see that body work starting to wear wear him down. And Canelo just wants to start whooping his ass. Seventh, eighth, it was it was ass whooping season. Those rounds were, I don't think those were close rounds, especially when he broke his eyeball. Now people come on the show and they say Canelo has no power, <laughs> but yet he's breaking people's faces. You know, Billy Joe talked all that shit. Billy Joe's a guy that ain't been stopped. And he got his face cracked and he quit like a little bitch. We've seen guys with, we've seen the Asian guy with his, I forgot who it was, with his head swollen, eyes swollen. He couldn't see shit. He's going. We've seen Fernando Vargas fucked up, still going. We've seen uh, the little Hispanic guy that just won, uh, that just beat uh, uh, R.C.'s boy. Uh, what's the brown, the guy's name, the big, uh, uh I can't get his note. Uh, the two Mexicans that just fought, he made uh, old boy quit. Uh, the RC's boy. What's your boy's name, RC? Navarrete. Uh, and, uh, this man no, not Navarrete, the bigger guys. The, uh, oh, man, I can't think of these guys. They, they just fought. The one guy had the broken jaw before that is still one, the champion. Little small guy. Came and whooped the uh, big. Oh, role. Oscar Valdez. Uh, Oscar Valdez. Valdez. Yeah, yeah. Valdez fought with a broken jaw. He ain't quit. Arthur Abraham so back in the day got his. Arthur Abraham back in the day got his uh, jaw broken. I forget who he fought. Was it Edison Miranda? He fought back in the day. Arthur Abraham and he was 
splitting blood. I mean, yeah, you know, look, man, I I get I get what uh I get what you're saying about that, man. I mean, um, as far as like the power thing, I don't think that necessarily proves he has power because Steve, little Steve Forbes broke Oscar De La Hoya's orbital bone back in the day when uh, De La Hoya uh, had that little um, um, tune-up fight after Floyd, the, the Floyd fight when everybody thought it was going to be Mayweather. And what did he do? No, Steve, go, go look it up. What do you mean? I mean, nigga, you want to bet on that, nigga? I'm not lying. He, Forbes broke his orbital bone. Look it up. I don't remember I don't think, that. I don't think JP was watching boxing yeah. around there. Dude, I'll post okay. it. I'll post it in the chat, dude. I'm gonna look it up. I'll look it up. No, no, I know. I remember yeah. it. I remember it. But yeah, man. Yeah, all I'm Ford, saying is, uh, cracked his orbital bone. Like, um, oh, man, I can't ever. Like Shannon Briggs said, you know, Shannon Briggs. He thought, he heard like uh like Shannon Briggs said. Saunders told us that he was ready to die in the ring. He ain't die. Why he quit? He ain't die. Saunders is a bitch. I've been calling him Billy Ho for a long time, and that's the reason. Because I knew deep down inside he's a bitch. Now his, now his his daddy, Tyson Fury, he isn't. You know, I wouldn't disrespect him and call him a bitch. I don't like him because you know he calls black people dozers or dowsers, but doesn't call white people that. But guys like uh, RC, you know, give him a pass. But it is what it is. Excellent fight by Canelo. He fought. This is a guy people thought he was gonna. It was gonna be tough, but it was trabajo facil. That's easy work in Spanish. To me, it was easy work. He was getting out jabbed. He was getting out punched. But you know, he went to the club after that, and the other guy was fucked up. You know, it was a closer fight. You know, I'm not saying that, like Sam said, the rounds. He wasn't just winning rounds. Like you know, they were close rounds. Just the way you want to look at it. He's one guy's landing more jabs, one guy's landing power shots, mostly to the body. Look at it the way you want to look at it. But I thought Canelo had control most of the fight, even the fourth and fifth that he lost. I think he was still doing what he wanted to do. So I get I had it six to two. But that's subjective though, you know. It's like yeah, it is. It's like when somebody wins, it's subjective because it's like he won the fight, so your your argument is going to look more favorable. Because he won that fight, but it's like, but if you would have said that and then Sa- Saunders won, or the fight was a draw, or whatever, then somebody could say that. So, you know, but, but I said, the, the, the but I, I started that, by saying that the way you scored, you could have it a draw, like you had. You could have Saunders winning. Some people have Saunders winning. It's just the way you score. I score hello. the same way every time. You got to have one j- five. You got to have three to four good, four three good jabs. Four okay jabs to equal somebody hitting you with a body shot that's got you sort of wincing up. You know what I'm saying? So no, but, but I'm just saying say, like hey, what I mean by that. Work. Yeah, I feel you on that. I, I get that. That's all. That's subjective. That's how you see it. You know, I get it. But what I mean is like that shot that he landed that ended up, you know, causing the injury. Breaking his face. He was missing that yeah. thing. He was missing that. Sh- he was missing that shot the whole night. They mm-hmm. already mentioned it during the broadcast. Uh, more, I think it was either Moore or Frotch, or maybe both of them were mentioning it. He was missing that shot. So he eventually landed it. So it's like when you say that he was in control, well, he was missing that shot the whole time. He just happened to land it finally. You know? So well, you get what no, I'm saying? So I don't know if he was necessarily in control. He just landed the shot that changed the fight. You know what I mean? 
That's what I'm saying. I feel you. I thought he was in control. It looked like he was doing what he wanted to do. It looked like he wasn't tripping at all. It looked like Saunders was doing a lot of head shaking, a lot of uh, sticking out his tongue. You know, he looked like the guy that wasn't in there calm. There was one guy that was calm. He was looking like a Dyer Fury. Was... He was looking like a Dyer Fury against Wilder yeah. the first time where he was getting low, making a miss, you know. He was getting under the shots when uh, – when uh, Fury, I mean, uh, Canelo would throw the shots and stuff, and then he would stick his tongue and stuff like that. But then, you know, like, he only got like his, you he said, only like his tongue like, out when he got punched. He got punched, then he stuck like his tongue Fury, out. Yeah, yeah. So with Fury, was that like Fury? Uh, um, you know, just showing more character. What? Hey, we yeah, gave maybe credit. y'all mean maybe y'all mean Manny Pacquiao, but it's nothing on Steve Forbes breaking the face, but. I don't know, yeah. just to put emphasis, just let me start my Go ahead, JP. Quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Start it up, man. Let me By let me breaking a face, I'll just start here. By breaking a face, that's rare air. Okay? Let, let's not, because to say Stevie Forbes did it would be to say it's a freakish accident. But if you look at the dudes that we know who've given out some broken faces, that's Manny Pacquiao who... When you search Dr. De La Hoya broken face, it says Manny Pacquiao broke his face, orbital bone. Um, and man, we know what Manny Pacquiao did to Margarito. And then we have Gennady Golovkin. And you could say Errol Spence technically broke the other side of Kell Brook's face. And now we have Canelo Alvarez. And if there's any more in the break of face club, you guys let me know. But, um, <clears throat> You know, we, we knew Earl going Spence? into the fight. Yeah, I said Errol Spence. Technically, okay. now the face was already broke. So you can argue, right. you know, the nigga face was already baby weak. But, you know, he still broke the other side. He didn't break the same eye. But um, we knew Billy Joe was going to be, I like to see going into the fight that Billy Joe was definitely game. He was bigger than Canelo. And most of all, something that I haven't seen in recent memory, especially with Canelo, somebody that was coming to fight. You know, I knew this guy was not coming to lay down and to get a bag like Abner Yeardrum did. And, you know, I've been highly critical of Canelo since that run. You know, there was a run. And, and my record shows with the guys who, who's, who have been my favorite that I'm a dude who highly favors who you're fighting. I don't give a damn how you look. I, I know this is my measure. See, in boxing, there's no measure. There's not, like, statistics in the NBA we can rely on to say, well, this guy averaged 30 points a game. Da, da, da. We don't have that in boxing. So a lot of times you get a fighter like a Terrence Crawford, who we know is good, but you don't have the fights and the people to compare them against. But for me personally, how I look at it, when I go back to look at Oscar De La Hoya, who was once my favorite fighter, and then that went to Floyd Mayweather. These were always the guys who were fighting guys to me. And at a point in time when Canelo went through his run with Trout and Laura and, and, and through that run right there, it was a, maybe a three-fight stint. I said, that's my guy right there, you know, leaving the Mayweather era. And then we went into this contract with the zone and match room, whatever it was, and that's when the quote-unquote strategic maneuvering began. And we started seeing Rocky Fielding's Watched, washed up Kovalev, and uh, we had a couple good fights with the champion. So honestly, this was the first time for me champion. that I've been excited about drunk, drunk guy, drunk guy who couldn't put the bottle away. 
champion. Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to talk the, the paperwork. Big you know, we understand what sanctioning body he was representing. But, uh, you know, so, but coming into this fight, I said, hey, we got a live guy. And uh, Billy Joe, I started sipping some of the Kool-Aid. Uh, first round, I, we knew Billy Joe was going to pose an obstacle. How how hard an obstacle, everybody can have an opinion. Some people are going to say, hey, we haven't seen Billy Joe. Who'd he beat? He ain't beat nobody but um, Willie Monroe and uh, Eubank Jr. And then like Simon said, which I agree with, and I've said myself, who Canelo really knocking out, though? And so all these things finally came into play. We got Yildred, a guy who was Kovalev, oh, Fielding. Yeah, see, who else? Yeah, we don't care about them. Khan, Kirkland. We don't care about them. Gulo. I know you don't care. Josecito, Kermit Centron. Come on, Fonzo Gomez. All of them. Man. Come on, all of them is trash. Ryan Rum. <laughs> Baldwin, you know, let's go I mean, keep on going. <laughs> Damon Wilson, <laughs> who now is employed by him. <laughs> no, no. Jose Cotto, come on, he beat Cotto and his brother. Get them bitches out of With here. The barista come down at Starbucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, out there from Seattle. Uh, but yeah, man. So, but Billy Joe, we knew was going to come in and pose a threat, and he, from the start of things, it looked like you know Canelo was like, okay, I'm in here with a live opponent. Uh, I think I'm sure I gave Billy the first round, two, three, and then there were real did. tight rounds where, where not much work was, was done by either guy. You could have had it either way. Um, I did feel like Canelo was starting to close the distance. Now, what surprises me about Canelo's latest style here, and I don't know if it's the opponent or is it him, that he's just allowed to walk in and load up bombs, just poof, poof, just blow shit away. Um, just reckless abandon for whatever's coming back in him. And that still makes me wonder, because it ain't like we've seen an invincible Canelo. You know, we, we've seen a Canelo that has had his ass whooped. And like I've told people, Mayweather whooped Canelo bad as he whooped anybody. It's hard to think about a person who Mayweather whooped as bad as he whooped Canelo. So we've seen him beat. It ain't like this is a puzzle we he haven't, haven't hey, solved before. He, he knocked him out? No, nah, but he, uh, he, okay, he whooped so his butt seen, pretty good for 12 rounds. We've seen Mayweather beat people worse because he knocked him out. I mean, come on, man. Get out of here. Okay, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm sorry. The 12-round uh, dissonant uh, military discipline yeah. class. Yeah. Yeah, it was a discipline class. You know, and, um, you know 12 rounds of so. But Canelo, man, you know, he, he was rolling well, up. Billy Joe, yeah, I, I Billy Joe has 30 fights, 14 knockouts. He he ain't hitting hard. So, I see, you know, you're trying yeah. to act like Billy Joe is is, is, is punching hard and we got to question what Canelo's doing, if he could just walk these guys down. Billy Joe has 14 KOs out of 30 fights. So, I mean, that's so less, than less than 50%. less than a 50% KO ratio. And that's to say yeah. Billy Joe's not hitting hard. But, I mean, damn, yeah. Canelo just came in there. But let me, I'll get to it. But thing is, Canelo, what's extraordinary is that he was able to break a man's face with that punch that I don't believe he intended to land right there. It's probably supposed to be a, a body shot. Billy Joe looked like he might have leaned into it. That's extraordinary power, man. Like I said, it's only a few people out here breaking faces. I don't think it's much of a freak accident, more, more so 
you have to be hitting with a, a different level of power, even if they're saying Joe Joyce broke uh, Daniel Dubois' face. You know, we do everybody with a jab. Joe Joyce has, with a jab. People think Dan, uh, Joe Joyce has the heavy, one of the heaviest jabs in the heavyweight division. You know, it's so still a jab that, though. And then even Golovkin, yeah. when he um, if you watch, if you watch, if you watch the fight with Brooks, when he when he uh, busted his face, it was off a jab. Like so. I don't think it's necessarily like, of course, there's snap behind well, the punches, I, but it's not, you're not even throwing. I've seen a lot of niggas throw a lot of jabs, but it's only yeah. a few. But also, I posted, I posted in the chat, you know, the, 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 the Forbes and all that, so, you know, people can see it for themselves, but it was all written in the article, and you can look at, and if you, and you can go look Shit, at, uh, can I finish Steve my Forbes, De La, uh, De La Hoya, on YouTube, and you can see his face lumped up after the fight. <laughs> All right. Thank you. So, um, but, yeah, man, it's extraordinary that, you know, Canelo was able to break that man's face with that type of punch. People calling Billy Joe a quitter, I just think it's, it's silliness. We have recent history of Margarito and Kell Brook, whose both of these guys' eyes are clearly not going to be fully functional for, functional for the rest of their lives. There's no need to play no gladiator fucking games with eyes. Eyes got a lot of bones that connect around it. That skull isn't just one solid bone. And, like, where you could tell where Billy Joe's went it in, there's a lot of nerves and tendons and stuff behind Mm. your eyeballs connecting the nerves. And, you know, man, you you pinch and you hit that shit, you you fuck that up, you, you could lose your sight for life. So them eyes is nothing to play with, man. At all. Billy Joe. Those, those guys. Yeah. We've seen Margarita and Kell Brook never are clearly, they're clearly never going to be the same fighters they were, or even the same men they were. So, you know, man, take care of your eyes if nothing else. Did he quit? No, I'll tell you on that. I mean, JP, did he quit? Oh, JP must must be off. <laughs> Cause the answer oh, no, is yes, no. I don't think he didn't quit. Therefore, no, absolutely not. Oh, he didn't quit. Absolutely not, man. That's an odd. So when he was shaking his head, so when he was shaking his head and they stopped the fight, what was he shaking his head no for when they was asking him? He wasn't shaking his head like, don't stop the fight. He was shaking his head like a little bitch because he quit. Now you're talking about he ain't quit. <laughs> Come on, Oh, so man. saying you're, so you can't no longer fight is always quitting? Yes, if. They say, do you want to fight? And you say, no, you just quit. I don't okay, know how else so to Lynn, say. Let me ask you this. When you, when you was playing football and you broke your, and you broke your eye, and they say, well, you want to go back out there? You quit. No, I quit. Yeah, but I broke my ACL. Oh, when man. I tore my ACL, I had to quit. Yeah, but you got to quit. That is quit. what's called an injury. And I couldn't go. I couldn't walk when I tore my ACL. That's the difference. He could have still fought. He said he was willing to die. I never said I was willing to die on a football field. And, and we also got to make something clear, too. Look, I'm, a, I'm actually in a situation where I'm in the middle on this. Like, I agree with JP, and I also agree with Willa. Like, you guys are both making great points. But one thing we got to remember is when you're talking eye injuries and all that, JP, you can't only lose, you can't only, uh, lose your eye or have permanent eye damage by a broken bones. You can also 
get that through cuts. Look at um, Israel Vasquez, right? And if you look at that cut Theory had against Waleen, he could have checked out too. But what he did was he changed up his style, and then he covered up. He got on the inside and basically fought with one hand the whole time, covering up that eye with the cut. So it's completely different. How is it a completely cut, different? A cut in a bone fracture. No, Israel. No, bro. Is, no, listen, listen, dude. Israel Vasquez, right? He lost mm-hmm. his eye, and it was not because of broken orbital bones. It was multiple cuts. It was cuts, cuts he kept having yes. in that eye area. So my point is, Theory had a very bad cut too. So that's the point I'm making. It's yes, not just it, broken it, it bones can, that can cause can eye result. damage. Severe cuts can result, but in the moment, the traumatic state is way different when your body experiences a fracture bone compared to a cut, especially in your skull. You're going to react totally different to something breaking around your eyes. I guarantee you. Not me. I ain't no quitter like that <laughs> bitch ass Billy Hosanna. RC, hey man, we gotta take the RC. See what he thought about the fight, man. He he was texting me all week. Oh, Billy Joe's about to stop your boy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, things were getting interesting. That's for sure. Before I got stopped, it's oh. a shame that we didn't get to see what would happen going. Um, if you didn't get that, get stopped in that eighth round. I had Billy up by one. I gave him the first round. I gave him uh, the fifth, sixth, and seventh. And then, of course, we knew it stopped at eight. But Canelo wasn't looking anything special to me. The uh, only thing that he might have been able to program where he figured him out, like Stein said, was like, you know, I'm trying to take his top off, swinging like a fool, and he's just ducking right under so he's seen him getting low a few times, and that's how I kind of figured he's like, well, maybe if I just swing over here, you know, one of those Eli Manning close your eyes and throw it as far as you can kind of moves happen in sports, and you have the David Tyree catch, and Canelo had the home run that landed at Cowboy Stadium. So, I mean, nothing special for me for Canelo. He looked like he was slowing down. Billy Joe was picking up. Um, yeah, like I said, it's a shame we didn't get to see what would have happened moving forward. You know, Canelo. I, I give that? him a B minus performance. I give him a B minus performance. This is a nice knockout or good good stoppage and all that stuff. Um, orbital compound fracture where it's broken in four different places. Uh, you know, had to cut his t- cut his face open, put some plates in there. They said they can't even fly back until after Wednesday because of the pressure that gets mounted in the airplane. The way that it would be too soon for him to try to go home. So Billy Joe's gonna be here for a little while longer. You know, it just sucks. Canelo, he was uh, he was about to get exposed, man. We were looking real good. We were looking real good for a minute. And then he zigged when he should have zagged. And that's basically all it was. No, I, I give it uh, a, a minimal, minimal grade. A B-minus performance by Canelo. Yeah, I, it was nothing special to me. Nothing special to nothing me. Special about and it didn't, take, it, 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 it didn't take me – it didn't take me no goddamn – uh, interview backstage to know that Canelo is one prick when he, the way he is talking to Demetrius Andre being a disrespectful little jerk. You want payday? You want payday? I know, I know. Bitch, we knew you spoke English this whole time, motherfucker. So Canelo ain't fooled nobody. I mean, he decided to come out of his shell after that fight, and he wasn't talking at all in English throughout this entire promotional um, buildup and all, but 
Um, he was answering questions without a translator in his ear, telling him what Eddie Hearn was asking him, what the reporters were asking, and all that other shit. So, um, you know, same old Canelo for me. Um, he closed his eyes and basically did what Eli Manning did in the Super Bowl to beat the undefeated Patriots, which is close his eyes, throw it as hard as he can, and hope something stuck. And Billy Joe zigs when he stood his zag. Classic case. You might not ever see something as bad as that when it comes to putting yourself in that kind of harm's way. Uh, B-minus performance for me from Canelo. Nothing special. Mm, of course, RC's going to be hating on the Browns, man. But it's all good. It is what it is. We expect that from you California guys, you West Coast Brown, guys. He, he is blindingly yeah. bright. I mean, he's, he's darker than you. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> you better get out of here with that. Yeah. He ain't no darker than RC. Cut it out. Hey, hey for the record, hey, hey, nice try, son, man. Uh, that was just a statement. It seems Freddie Roach made from some very odd source you found um, that Freddie Roach made about hey. him losing his job to Floyd Sr. in preparation for Floyd preparing for Oscar. That previously, Freddie Roach was handling De La Hoya in a scene by reading the article of that, that weird article you sent. This is Roach <laughs> now disgruntled saying that he doesn't think that Floyd Sr. can help Oscar. Make I guess you don't know how editors work, right? You don't. You know when that. You know when they put it in then those brackets. <laughs> that means like, like a that means that's an editor's note. Yeah. You know. You know that, but you know how that yeah. works though. So and, that was the, that, that, that was the writer and the editor confirming what what he's saying, which was he because he didn't say that in the quote. He didn't say that. He said if you get hit with a right hand, and 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 then he goes. Which De La Hoya fractured his orbital bone. You can go look it up yourself. It happened. So yeah, I you can make whatever excuse you want. Anything, and that's all you found is a quote from Freddie Roach. But Freddie Roach it wasn't a quote. Well, 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 it is a quote. Is yeah, there's a part you don't know. Do you know how articles are written? That's when the editors. Yeah, they're written in the writer when people are quoting something someone said. Yeah, but. But in in uh in that part, the Freddie Roach has a quote. Then there's a part where they say that he suffered an orbital bone injury. Yeah, that's not a part. That, of that was the editor. Yeah, you know, I don't know how you don't Some know that difference, bro. That's simple. Yeah, if you can find that's, that's like, simple. That's, 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 that's simple. Hey, bro, that's simple. That's hey, bro, that's simple English one hundred one. That's simple English one hundred one, brother. You can reach out to them. Hey, reach out to them. Reach out to that Good email stuff. and say, hey, hey, I, hey, I got a question. Hey, bro, this is, JP, bro, this is literally all you have to do. JP, this is all you got to do. You reach out to them, email them and say, I'm, I'm asking, I got, I got this question about this article that you wrote back then referencing this. I don't even so know the website. They'll tell you. What's the website called? It's called it's International Brotherhood of Prize, of prize Fighters is what it says. <laughs> what? <laughs> the International <laughs> like Eddie Griffin shit. <laughs> International Brotherhood. Yeah, but hey, hey, that's neither here nor there. We're here to talk to Nelo, and I think yeah, and I think no, actually no, dude, no, no, it's the sweetscience.com. It's the sweet science. It's the sweetscience.com, dog. All you gotta do is open up the link and see. And then the guy Ron Borges is a well-known boxing writer that's been writing about boxing for years. So all you gotta do is read out, reach out to him. So, but, oh, but the funny thing is, the fact that you don't know how a, 
Yeah, it's a sweet science. Sweet science is a is a part of the International Brotherhood of, of Prize Fighters. I got you. I see what's going well, on. Anyway. Hey man, this is about Canelo. We know C Force broke uh, <laughs> broke De La Hoya. English one on one, brother. Fought, and he still fought, unlike Billy Ho Saunders who quit. JP saying he stopped fighting, didn't quit. I'm not really sure where they do that at. I guess in California, if you quit because you got an injury, you didn't quit. I, I don't get it. But uh, that was it, man. Gave Canelo an A+. Plus. No, Excellent. no, that's not it. Well, shame on Canelo. Well, that's like, the, that's like uh, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming out to start next season and say, we won our first game against the Raiders or something like that. Canelo over here calling out um, with Caleb Plant. Like, come on, dude. Every, none of us. Well, what kind of unified. drought of what kind of a drop off of a pay per view? Well, Caleb Plant should just vacate the title. What kind of drop off would that be? Oh, did he? for a pay per view by? So no, I think he should because. Oh. No, Caleb Plant should do that. He, he's not going to fight Canelo because what, what, why would anyone want to see that? First of all, nobody knows who Caleb Plant is. Canelo wants to be the first uh, Mexican undisputed champion, though. That's why. Who cares who wants but to see there's a, there's a, there's people, a, there's a loophole. People don't want to see Billy a, Ho Saunders, but there were 70,000 people at AT&T Center, AT&T Stadium. So what the hell are you talking about, a, man? Hey, but, hey, but, but, but listen, hey, but, but look, let's, let's list the context, bro. Context, Willa. Okay, yes, he, no context. doubt he put 70,000 in that building. But right. do you think that he put 70,000 in that building if we never had a pandemic? Yes, ah. Canelo. I, Canelo. I don't think he does. Be honest, because, be honest with yourself for once. Because, you know, because you know people are so ready. People have been starving for some boxing, big-time boxing. They've been in their homes. They've been you know, locked in. Danny Garcia in the same place. What are we talking about? Yeah. Like, no, no, that wasn't. Boxing, okay, but listen. It wasn't. It wasn't. To yeah, capacity. but remember when they fought? When they fought? When they fought? It wasn't. There wasn't full capacity left. Uh, right, and yeah. they weren't two capacity. Right, it was like fifty percent. Yeah, that's they weren't so, there. They, they weren't yeah, there. so you're gonna get yeah, and so you're gonna get more people. And then another thing you got to remember too is, a lot of people are going to travel more likely to travel now, because more people are gonna have vaccinations from, uh, from Texas. Those are all Texas Mexicans, dog. We love Canelo. Man, how do you know that, you dog? You're telling me nobody traveled in. You never. You say nobody uh, traveled in. You really believe that? No, they just drove. They drove in from the valley because they love Canelo. But, out there in the not, valley, but the, no, because there was yeah. a lot of gypsies down there too, supporting Billy uh, Joe. You think they're they all were, gypsies from Texas? Come, Texas gypsies, dog. There's there's a clan of them out here. But hey, it is what it is, man. We got to move on because I don't want to be up here all night talking with these Canelo haters talking about B minus talking about they weren't impressed, but they give them credit. I mean, come on. That was an A-plus performance by Canelo. Pound for pound number. I don't explain why. I don't know how you don't get it. Because, because I do get it. It's simple. I, I wasn't impressed with the performance. I gave him credit because he actually stopped somebody that when was credible guy, to me. When a guy breaks somebody's face and you're not impressed, that's just hate. <laughs> I don't know how, what other way to write it down, brother. He broke his face, and you're not what? impressed. So you want him to go through the what? brain next time? Because, Is that an because like, if he knocks through the brain, because come on, I just explained why. I already explained why. I'm, well, if 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 Steve Forbes can break 
his over the bone, Della Hoyer. I'm not super impressed. No, that wasn't. You know, there's a difference between a break and a fracture, though, right? You know, there's there's a difference between breaking somebody's face and frac a slight fracture on the orbital bone. He must. Oh, that's what it he says. Must it says right, he must been hey, hey, doc, hey, hey, Doctor Willa, Doctor Willa, Doctor Willa, you you're not going to show me the X-rays, right now, Doctor. Hey, unless you got the X-rays, I don't care. Oh, I'm just going by the quote that you sent. It said small fracture, and the fracture is Doctor Willa. The break. Dr. Hey, man, they all, sound, they all sound, the, sound the same to me unless I see the x-rays. Unless, no. I, unless you, you can show know. me both x-rays you know and say. You don't know what the ESPN didn't report it? Huh? Yeah. I th- yeah. Who cares? High hey, or let's ESPN talk about didn't report it? Hey, man, I mean. That was a long time ago. Let's, talk, I'm, I'm, let's move on, man. Let's move yeah, that was like 13 years ago, Doc. We talked about this all night. We got a lot of haters out here. Let's talk about somebody that we all agree, that we all love, Floyd Mayweather. And I just want to ask you guys a question. Not me. Because I'm hearing a lot of oh, guys that we all, a guy that we all love, a guy that we all appreciate as the best boxer. Well, not the best, because Roy Jones is probably the best boxer we've seen, but as the greatest boxer that we've really got to witness, you know, it's Floyd Mayweather Jr., and got a lot of people down talking this man because he's about to do an exhibition fight. You know, the question a lot of people are saying is, you know, this maybe this isn't even about Floyd. The question is, are the Paul brothers giving a black eye to boxing? And before I ask everybody else, I just want to give my two cents to the guys that are out here pocket watching. Now, Jake Paul, who's uh, who's come – in my top ten fighters that I like, he ain't a top ten fighter, but he's a top ten, maybe top five fighter that I like. I want to see him fight. He's out here talking noise. He's out here knocking people out, and he's doing it the Floyd Mayweather way, and I like that. He's like, what, 3-0, and fighting bones, fighting guys that never fought. But the, what I tell you, you know, what I tell you guys that are, that are haters of this stuff that's going on is that Deontay Wilder, who, you know, I also got love for, was fighting the same type of bones his third fight. Uh, Canelo Alvarez, who I love, was fighting the same type of bones his third fight. Uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr., I'm not sure, but he was probably fighting maybe not the same type of bones, but bones his third fight. Um, Most guys are fighting bones their third fight. Now, we can't be mad that Jake Paul is so popular that people want to see him fight these bums on his third fight. And he's making a lot of money doing it. That's not a black eye on boxing. That's just saying that this guy generates enough buzz that he can get paid. Remember there was a guy, Michael, Michael Conley. I think that was the Irish guy that everybody over there. Uh, Patty was, uh, you know, uh, Lotioning up to him. I don't know what he was getting paid, but a lot of people are flying over to see him. He's getting a lot of accolades. Sometimes people deserve what they get. You deserve what you get. Jake Paul isn't putting no black on in boxing, but Jake Paul ain't doing nothing that no other fighter has, hasn't done. He's fighting, the, he's fighting bums on his way up. Will he ever get up? Maybe not. Will he always fight bums? Maybe. They said Deontay Wilder was fighting bums his whole career. They love him. We're not saying that he ain't, you know, 
They're mad because this guy, Jake Paul, is making a lot of money. That's a damn shame. He earned that. Um, I don't know what he did to earn it. You know, don't get me wrong. I don't know how he's so popular, but he is that popular. He's talking a lot of shit. He's knocking boys out, and I appreciate what he's doing. But when it comes to Floyd Mayweather, let the man get his exhibition on. This ain't a real fight. It's an exhibition. He wants a little money. People say Floyd is broke. I don't think so. Looks like Floyd is balling every week. He ain't broke. He might be smarter than we think he is. No, smart enough uh, to get paid $30 million to fight fight a bum. No black-owned boxing. think these guys are good for boxing, especially Jake Paul. think he's good for boxing. The only person he's not good for is when guys are champions fighting like Regis Progress and Billy Joe Saunders fighting on the undercard of a guy fighting bums. Y'all should probably be ashamed of yourselves. But other than that, I think these guys are good for boxing. I appreciate it. I appreciate what uh what Floyd is doing with Jake Paul. I will be watching it. I will be hoping for the knockout, man. RC, what's your take on these things? Jake Paul, uh, boxing, Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. What do you think about all this? Well, I didn't care about it at first, but I'm not going to lie. After the whole gotcha hat confrontation stuff went down, got me excited a little bit to see this fight and have a lot more interest than I did coming into that press conference that they had at Hard Rock Stadium. I'm not a big fan of what these guys are doing, but I'm also not a big hater on what they're doing. And you know how to work numbers and string them in. That's that's, that's gift. Not a lot of people can do that. So um, they're just doing the uh, reverse... uh, like uh, Mayweather style of of, um, antics that we see so much of. So uh, it doesn't matter. I think that uh, Floyd's going to take care of Logan and possibly take care of Paul, and hopefully they'll get some PTSD looking at the gloves every time they um, glance at it and won't want to get back in the boxing ring. That's what I'm hoping for. But um, not a hater on it. I've watched uh, both of them that's been out and stuff like that. Uh, I've seen them both fight the KSI and then the Nate Robinson, obviously, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Floyd get back in the ring and uh, really put a beating on these guys because uh, all the shit-talking that they've been doing, you know, it all comes back around. Um, and I think that they're going to – they're barking up the wrong tree with this one. It's, it's real cute, though. I see all the stuff that Joe Rogan's saying. This guy's, like, so much bigger than him and you know, all this crap. I just – I wonder what the odds are going to be, you know? See how many dummies are going to help build some more uh, venues and stadiums and all that in Vegas because uh, we see how much people were putting money in. And I'm, I'm sure there's got to be odds. There's odds for every fucking thing. So, uh, yeah, not a hater on it, but um, I'd really like to see these two kids get what's coming to them because that's what they really are. Disrespectful young kids, young punks. Um, yeah, just man-childs. That's all they are. Man-children. That's all they are. Untying Floyd's shoes when he's talking. The got your hat nonsense. Got Floyd's hair looking all fucked up. Got him looking like an old-ass man who was fighting in the Civil War. If you put a picture that's framed up when he's all angry like 50 Cent has and then edit it black and white. Uh, he looks fucked up, man, with a patch missing on the top of his hair that he just hadn't probably got filled in that day. So, so bad for Floyd. They essentially turned him into, in wrestling, what we call the baby face, being the good guy, the guy that the crowd wants to uh, get over on, the guy who's doing some dirty under under attack, underhand tactics and all that bullshit, like what the heels are doing in the Paul Brothers. So 
Um, I'm always going to go for Floyd if it's uh, um, him against somebody that's not in the game of boxing, like uh, Conor, McGregor, Conor McGregor and all that nonsense. So I like it, though. I'm looking forward to it, and I can't lie. I'm actually really hyped to see that Floyd fight against Logan Paul. I can't believe I said that, but I'm, I'm, my interest is uh, very high up there right now. Well, uh, that's my take, though. JP, what do you think about this one since Willa don't know how to host the show? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I was wondering, uh, yeah, I was asking uh, JP, what do you think about it, man? And uh, are you a hater of these guys getting money? Uh, maybe a little bit of both. Uh, you know, <laughs> I like that. You know, yeah, you know, I'm, there's a, a, a part of me that's an old man here that's saying, get off my lawn, uh, Jake Paul and Logan Paul. But Lloyd, uh, Floyd has settled out his mouth. This is an exhibition, and I, and I take it as such. Karma has been at play this this week in boxing. Um, karma's a bitch, they say, boy. And Karma came back and bit Billy Joe Saunders in the ass because we all know Billy Joe Saunders criticized Daniel Dubois for him, uh, quote-unquote, quitting versus Joe Joyce. And then Billy Joyce. Uh, Billy Joe come back to find himself in the same position with the same injury, quote unquote, quitting. Uh, thing here, man. Uh, what the fuck you talking about? Oh, um, Logan and Floyd. We don't know, though. Floyd, we don't know where you was going. My, my bad. No, no, I got it. I got it. Floyd, Floyd <laughs> played himself, man. Floyd went and got that hair and beard rejuvenation. Now, Floyd is a dude for years. I've been barely. On, on online with here and there. Floyd done done a lot of things to almost make me say, you know what, I no longer support you. I don't like what you're doing. But I've always been able to separate Floyd in real life to Floyd in the boxing ring. But here, Floyd finally to me played himself. Karma came back and got him to, you know, he out here with this, this hairdo. And let it be an air of caution, man. Just keep it a buck, man. Whatever you are, whatever you look like, just let that rock. Because when you do something Fugazi, he then puts this little Kevin Durant hair on his head that you can't line up. Him, Deion Sanders, <laughs> Jada Kiss, they all got this new little fuzzy hair. You know, they they got this new little fuzzy hair on top of their head. And it ain't, you know, I, I hear, now I have a better understanding of his hair is that it gets stronger over the years. You know, so they, they kind of doing they reveal in the early process, but three years from now, you know, Floyd to have one hell of a thick lineup and all that is the idea here. But, um, you know, easy money, man. This is probably a dude Floyd trains on the side for a, a high price tag. And they was like, fuck it, Floyd. You want to make some money, bro? But another thing that came back <laughs> to Floyd, like Floyd in the ass is that Floyd is playing what I call white boy games. And everybody who got a white friend punch each other in the dick. They like, you fall asleep around them around your white friends, man. They didn't been drew a dick on your face. Mm-hmm. All those things that white boys do around each other, niggas is damn near killing for. And what the white boys didn't know is that if you snatch a, a, a black man's hat off who is suffering from male pattern baldness, that's damn near uh, a fight. That's a fight. <laughs> you know, behind a slap and a spit, you, like, slap my hat off my head, we getting down for sure. 
You know what I'm so saying? You take, so you're taking that as a shoot, huh? JP. You thinking that wasn't staged? That part about the hat that people are speculating. Oh no, that definitely wasn't staged. Floyd was ready to kill that boy. You think That's Floyd? Man, people don't balding people don't play that shit. Me being a male, a member of a balding community. <laughs> Last thing I want is my little hat to be snatched off that go with my outfit, so you can see I'm an old nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to feel myself right now. I don't really want this little McDonald's shit scene right now. You know, I got the arch up there. So, you know, man, that's all it is. And Floyd was going to kill him, and he's going to beat him up for that. <laughs> Niggas don't play that, man. He's going to beat that boy ass for that. Um, I'm slightly excited now because of that. That's actually the best thing that has come out to fight. Floyd went viral that night, man. There's there's jokes that I would love to share, but I don't want to say because other people can hear this. But Floyd out there looking crazy. I'm talking about a five heartbeat looking ass. You know what, what I are mean? What's he thinking? That's just it, oh, it, look good at all. it looks like that Kevin Durant here, like you said. Who the fuck wants that? <laughs> he does, man. The rich, like you said, in, 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 in three years, that boy gonna have a crisp line and a flat top. So y'all gonna be hating on that, dog. But how he Sounds know like he gonna want a beard? The beauty of being able to grow a beard is that you can always cut the motherfucker off. This nigga got a permanent beard in. You know, like... That's strange, But I'm going to watch it. What do you think, man? This is an easy bag, man. Easy bag. It should be illegal to make the money he's about to make for the amount of uh, harm that Logan Paul poses. This should be illegal. (laughs) Sounds like hate to me. Oh man! Is that what? Uh, look, I totally agree, man. I totally disagree, actually, with with uh, with uh, JP. I mean, JP said I see what he's saying, but I look at it totally different. I think what happened was more that Floyd is such an egomaniac, and like, you know, he's got his crew with him. It's everything. You know, he knows every the cameras are on. There's people around. And then if you really watch the, the, the back and forth they had, Floyd's like a robot. Like, he thinks he has mouthpiece, but he really don't. You know, he just says the same thing over and over again. And he thinks, like, because of who he is, it's like, oh, it sounds cool. Like, look what I'm saying. So, like, you know, he was saying that to Jake Paul. You know, he was doing his normal skit, you know. I'm a boss. Uh you know, I'm going to take care of this bum. You know, he was, like, doing his skit. It was like a robot. And then when, when that when dude said, I got your hat, it just, like, ruined his whole skit, you know? And then it made his, you know, he's he's got an ego, and it made him look bad. I think it had more to do with that than his hair, you know? I just think that it was a situation where he got one-upped, you know? And he he's not trying to ever be one-upped, you know, by Jake, by Jake Paul or anybody. Because in his mind, he's like, Nobody's on my level, this and that. I'm this guy, you know, and that's what Jake Paul did. I don't think it had anything to do with his hair at all, you know, because after it, he didn't have his hat on, you know, or anything on his head, and he was just talking, and he was smiling and everything. He was calm at that point when he was doing interviews after, so I don't think it had anything to do with his hair. I just think it had to do with, and, you know, there is, you know, there's a bubble. We all have our bubble where, like, you can't get, like, that close to me, like, give me my distance. So I think it had to do with that. But then also Jake Paul made him to look like a fool. You know, he didn't like that. I mean, Floyd was literally on camera saying multiple times, 
I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. I'm a, like, like, damn, dude, you really that mad? Like, I get it. Like, you're mad though, but it's like, you that mad where you saying you gonna kill him? And it's like, okay, dude, he took your hat, bro. You could just smash him. You and by the way, his crew, man. I mean, I'm not impressed. You know, his crew did not do his job. You, when you pay people that big time money, things like that should never happen. You know, so if I was Floyd, I'll fire everybody and hire a whole new crew of security guards, you know, because they didn't even take care of business once everything escalated, you know, you know, he got, you know, I and, guess he got and with did, a few shots and, did, and this did, and that. When did, big, when did big baby Miller start working for his security team too? What I missed that, when did I miss that? <laughs> I don't know, man. JP might get a job now, dog. Hey, JP. <laughs> you might have a spot. <laughs> <laughs> those guys, so you're saying those guys weren't they they weren't moving no furniture. Hey, 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 JP, if you need me to help you with that resume, man, holler at me. I, I got you. I'm a little, I'm too old for that kind of work. Man, Willow, he's going <laughs> five miles on a stairmaster. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nah. I just do what I can. But like, I, that's what I think it was. Maybe I'm off, but what I saw was, I, to me, it didn't have anything to do with the hair. It had to do with, you know, I'm Floyd Mayweather. I'm doing you a favor. This is my show. Everybody knows I'm going to win. I'm about to make this big bag of money like I always do. Robbing, you know, robbing the people in his mind as far as, like, this ain't no real fight. I'm going to get this bag, whatever. And then, boom, got your hat. And that just ruined his whole flow. And then you got it on camera. You got everybody going crazy, making him look, you know, like a fool and all that. And I think that's what it was. I don't think it had anything to do with his hair. Because I had seen him, you know, in other scenario situations where he had no hat on. Because of that hair. That shit viral because of that hair. Yeah, Brian, uh, how would you feel? Yeah, how but, would you but, feel if some white boys came up and snatched your hat real quick? Your Seattle Mariners hat or, or your Seahawks hat? and took off running like a little kid and recess. Yeah, but I, I don't but I don't think my point is I don't think it had anything to do with his hair though. No, I, no, I get what you're saying though. That does that no, I get what you're saying. It does make sense to like, okay, if it wasn't about the hair, what would it be that flipped them out so flipped them off so much? Flipped them out so much, whatever. But yeah, because, I get what look, you're saying. Like I, if you watch him, if you just watch the just when you watch the video, watch it again. Just watch what Floyd's doing before his hat gets taken from him. He's doing his little skit, the same little skit of words and phrases and sentences he always says, you know, because he's not creative. He's never been creative, you know? Oh, no. He, he says the same thing like over and over. Minutes, he, he, he malfunctioned like five minutes in uh, with his little little uh, conversation with Logan Paul when they were talking on stage. Logan Paul said something about, are you reading a teleprompter? Oh, I forgot. He can't read. And then that's when that's when the wheels started to get shaky for Floyd in the interview because he started just talking about nothing for a second. Then he, he, he went to uh, went to talking about race, and I felt like he kind of got, like, thrown off a little bit in, uh, in that moment. Probably, like, within five minutes in. It's only, like, ten minutes. But I think, like, within the fourth or fifth minute, that's when he started to get a little loose, uh, get a little off the off the wheels because uh, that's, like, I mean, dog, the same time. Really can't read. You know how mean that is? You know, that Bro, is, these are some dis, there's some disrespect. That's, that's yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's you know that's cold blood. And then it's like also it's you know it's like um, 
Yeah, like you said, it's like these kids saying that to him and all that. But like I said, like if you just watch the video and just watch him, Floyd's doing his normal little routine of words and phrases and sentences about how he's this, how he's that. And then all of a sudden, dude goes, got your hat. And it's just like, it's like, it's like he, like you said, RC, it's like, he's like a, Floyd is like a perfectly maintained machine. But then if you pull, if one thing messes up, it goes completely apart. You know, if he's, he can stick to that little script and he can sound creative. He can sound smart, intelligent, all that. But then if you cut him off or if you say something quick back at him, funny. He, that's when he's, then he starts stuttering, and then he starts getting emotional and all that. And I think that's all it was, dude. And I don't even think it had anything to do with his hair. You know, it's like this punk kid just touched my, you know, grabbed my hat while I'm, you know, letting him know who I am and how he ain't shit and how his brother ain't shit and how I'm, I'm the, you know, the best and I got all this money and all that. You're not going to, you know, yeah. you're not going to one-up me. I just think that's all it was. But uh, as far as him, you know, Jake Paul – and the Pauls, you know, getting their money and, and all that, man. My whole thing is, like, it. everything kind of started already, and now this is the snowball effect of it. It's like this is just the start of it. It's going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. My only issue with the Jake Paul thing is when are you going to actually fight a boxer? That's all I want to see, you know? I mean, I just want to see him fight a boxer. That's it. And then – because it's like he's doing a great job of selling that I'm a boxer and I'm undefeated and I'm knocking guys out. But then the one thing that nobody really brings up to him, or at least people that I haven't noticed bring it up to him, is like, yeah, you might be 3-0 and or 4-0, and whatever his record is as a boxer, but you still haven't faced a boxer yet, you know? And so I just want to see him fight, you know, somebody. Bro, it could be somebody that's, Three and twenty-five record. Just I want to see him fight somebody that has some type of level of he, boxing yeah, he, experience. Amateur well, yeah, and pro. He, he, should, he should fight Omar Figueroa's punk ass. He'd be perfect meat for him. Nah, uh, um, I, no, no. I'm just saying, man. You know, and then, and then somebody his own size too, because that's what he's getting away with, which is he's. You know, he's not fighting boxers, and then he's not fighting boxers. Then he's got 20 pounds above them, too, 20-plus easy. And then he's yeah. going in there, yeah, hitting them with one shot or whatever and just knocking them out, and everybody's like, wow. But there's so much behind to why he's doing this, you know? But nobody's bringing it up. Nobody's bringing up like, yo, he is way bigger than the guys he's fighting. And then you're like, yeah, and the guys he's fighting ain't boxers. You know? And so, uh, and I know people can say, well, he's not really a boxer either, but I'm like, well, he has been boxing for uh, now we're going on maybe three, four years. And if anybody that knows has been in the gym, if, if if I went into the gym for the first time in my life today and I started working for like, let's say, two months, and RC has been in there for two years, Anybody that knows anything about boxing, that's a huge difference. The amount of information that RC is going to have and muscle memory over me, bro, it's night and day. Just that two right. years to two months. And yep. so, like, he's, he's fooling people, dude. And, I, and my whole thing is, like like I said, it can be – it don't got to be – even Omar Figueroa, number one, he's way smaller than Jake Paul also, but 
he, he's got way more, you know, overall experience than Jake Paul. Like, somebody that's close to Jake Paul's experience, that's his own size, that's actually a boxer. Can we just see that? You know, and if he uh, wins, then I'll be like, I'll be like, okay. Well, right now, I mean, you know, he, I'm not going to ever, you know, talk, you know, I'm not going to get into the money part. He can do whatever. I mean, that's his way to put, you know, food on his table, make money, whatever. But my only issue with the Jake Paul thing is, uh, like Dana White, and you could tell he's a little sensitive because his his boy got knocked out by him. But Dana White was like, "Why does he keep trying to fight my my guys? Go fight a boxer, you know." And I don't like Dana White, but I was agreed with him on that. I was like, "Yeah, dude, fight a boxer. You're just trying to steal all these MMA guys and you know random dudes off the street and Nate Robinson and you know it's like damn, fight a boxer, dude. And if he does that, man, full credit to him." For me, I won't say nothing. I'll be like, all right, you, you, you're starting to gain a little bit of respect for me as a boxer. I got a quick conspiracy before we get out of here. Um, <laughs> if the powers that be really control this thing, what bigger contribution to the game could Floyd Mayweather have than to sacrifice himself to propel Jake Paul? As the, to the number one, number one athlete in the United States by taking the L, getting knocked out. That would do it because right now the game needs Jake Paul more than it needs Floyd Mayweather at this point. Floyd has come to a handsome, well-rounded end of his career. And all he could do is to give back is sacrifice himself. And make Jake Paul the biggest well, fucking thing. Well, number sport. one, he he he's never really given back to the sport. I mean, he just he does his he does his, you know he does what's best for him, and that's fine. Self preservation, we got that. But so I don't think he would ever do it for that reason. Now, if he really needs money, and they offered him, the, you know, like you say, the powers that be offered him a crazy bag to fight J- Jake Paul and lose. And he needed the money. I think he he probably would consider highly consider. I don't know if he would necessarily take it, but two hundred million probably highly consider. No, for his for his for his uh for his own. Hell no. No, you got to Nah, you got to give him a billion, dog. I think it starts at a billion. Yeah. Negotiations start at a billion. Oh no. Damn. Hey, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't say anything for him? wrong with that. If Floyd was like, hey, I took a billion dollars to get slipped. I'd be like, hey, fuck it. Yeah, he might I'll be. take I'll take yeah. I'll take one hundred thousand to get slipped, no, so for a billion. Okay. Yeah, some a bunch of bunch of dudes in Texas did it for free. Exactly. Hey, hey, I got a quick question about Jake Paul, real quick, <laughs> about like this whole MMA thing, because uh, uh, you know, uh, I want to ask you all something about this. Like, I'm not saying for sure he would win, but like. Just because of the old, like I said, he's really like way bigger than the guys he's fighting. You know how there's been, you know, Jake Paul's been pushing for this him versus McGregor fight, you know? Uh, I actually would give Jake Paul a better chance than a lot of people to actually beat McGregor. Just off pure size. He's sleep you know? McGregor. He's going to be way bigger than McGregor. Like a lot of people are like, oh, uh, you know, well, McGregor this, and he got, you know, good stand-up as an MMA, but I'm like, yo, but it's going to be a boxing match, and then also, McGregor is like a 160-pound dude, while this dude's like a 200-pound dude, dude, so you guys kind of agree with me where, like, Jake Paul has a better chance than people realize? 
in that fight? Or do you guys just think McGregor beats him? I'd no, agree. he was sweet McGregor. I'd agree. He was okay, I agree. Okay. By him. Those guys are swear <laughs> by it. I mean, they, 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 guys like, what was it? Who was it? Uh, Mike Tyson and uh, fucking Zab Judah on the Hot Boxing Podcast. That, that, that. No, he can box a little bit. They're telling Dana. He can bark a little bit. He's been in there for a little while. Like Simon said, the knowledge that he's got in this little time, you know, big advantage over a guy like McGregor. Yeah, and, like, look, McGregor was an amateur, so he does have overall more experience, but then he – But how he, far did he, he get? But he did most <laughs> yeah. of his but, – but, yeah, but he, but he converted to MMA, which is stand-up. You know, you do do stand-up, but also you fight in a different stance than you would fight in boxing. So, yeah. you know, but then, like – the advantages McGregor have, to me, get get. He has some advantages, and then Paul Jay Paul's advantages are like size and strength, and like I'm assuming power, just because McGregor just punches so horrible, and then the punches he was, you know, hitting McGregor. I mean Mayweather with he wasn't even turn over turning over his punches. They were just like slaps, you know, and stuff like that. So, okay, I'm just making sure because I people people I talked to they they were like you're crazy. I'm like. I'm like, I think Paul, Jake Paul actually has a better chance than people realize against Connor, you know? But it sounds like you guys agree. Yeah, no, most definitely. Jake Paul is, uh, is in D. Will's top five boxers in the game. Um, well, favorite boxers in the game, not top five boxers in the game. Favorite boxer in the game, man. But, uh, yeah, I think that's where we're going to leave it. Put in a good hour and a half of boxing talk. Like I said, I'm changing the password. On RC, so we won't be hearing from him as the host when he's showing him. Make sure, make sure I change this shit on yeah, him, man. Like... So, uh, so uh, yeah, man. Hey, I want to thank you guys for, for joining us. Got to talk to little Canelo. Got to talk to best powerful pound boxer in the game right now, and I loved it, man. So, hey, uh, in two weeks we got Jose Ramirez and and um, the dude that's gonna get his ass whipped to him. Um, gonna be the first. One of the first um, undisputed champions of Mexican descent coming out here from Central California, Josh Taylor. That ass getting taxed. Okay, yeah, definitely. We definitely gonna need to talk about that. Yeah, uh, undisputed fighting going on, man. So uh, yeah, man. We'll see y'all next time, maybe Sunday. I don't know what's. I didn't even check the schedule. I don't know what's going on this weekend, but ain't nothing too special. It don't sound like. But we'll catch y'all again when we do. And when we do, you know it's gonna be great, man. Shout out to Sign. Shout out to JP, and of course, shout out to my boy RC, man. Outside of the boxing podcast, we out of here.